0: Greetings and welcome to Wisconsin in Focus, powered by the Center Square. I'm Dan McCaleb, Executive Editor of the Center Square Newswire Service. Joining me again today is the Center Square's Wisconsin correspondent, Ben Yount. How are you today, Ben?
1: Still have not made it to the Wisconsin State Fair, though there are free tickets for Trace Atkins coming up this weekend. So I might have to go listen to some country music and eat some extremely unhealthy food. But, you know, I'm I'm keeping my options open. I'm I'm an optimist. I look at the glass as half full.
0: Well, the, the, the concert sounds fun. I'm in Illinois and the Illinois State Fair just started today. I have no nothing on my schedule yet with that. But if I do go. I uh, will definitely watch my calorie intake.
1: Just, just go to the go to the butter cow. <laughs> you you, you got to get your picture taken with the butter cow. That's when, when your state fairs poll is a cow made of butter.
0: <laughs> that, that just, I that's I know that's. In a, a famous part of the Illinois State Fair. That just sounds gross to me, though. I'm sorry, Ben.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've had to interview the woman who makes it, and she's just up to her elbows with butter. And it just—I mean, it's—it is—it—it it is one of the neatest things to see. But yeah, like sausage and making laws, you don't want to actually watch the process.
0: So, so, so Ben, when is the Wisconsin State Fair going to introduce the cheese cow?
1: I don't know. They have, they have everything else with cheese here. So I, I, try not to, to give them any, any ideas. Uh, as opposed to a state fair queen, we have Alice in Dairyland. That is wow. the, the 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 sort of pageant, and this poor girl has to walk around the fair, the fairgrounds when it's ninety degrees with this giant, you know, oh. Dairyland crown on. I feel so bad for the poor girl, but it's apparently a really good gig, like all of these these things are, and it helps promote agriculture.
0: Promotion of agriculture, absolutely nothing wrong with that. But, Ben, let's get into the news this week. The Republican National Committee, the Republican Party of Wisconsin, and a a couple of county-level GOP groups are seeking to join an election integrity uh, case, a lawsuit, as defendants. Just let our listeners know, what is this lawsuit about, and why do Republicans want to join the case as defendants?
1: As almost everything that has to do with election integrity in Wisconsin, this goes back to the 2020 election. Specifically, this lawsuit, which has been brought by a couple of liberal progressive law groups, wants to change the current rules for ballot drop boxes, absentee ballots and what's called curing ballots. That's how election officials get to fill in the missing information on, say, an absentee ballot application. This became an issue in 2020 because, again, with the coronavirus and the changes to voting, all of a sudden, Wisconsin's election managers, and and here in Wisconsin, we have 1,800 different local election managers. There is a state elections commission, but it's in many ways perfunctory. It sets the big picture policy or guidance or rules, but the actual administration of elections happens at the local level. Back in 2020, ballot drop boxes were introduced, even though there's nothing in state law that says you can specifically use a ballot drop box. Same thing with the huge increase in the number of people voting absentee, because there was such a huge people, huge group of people who voted absentee, likely for the first time. There were a number of ballots that had problems. They came in and they were missing the full address, or maybe they were missing a witness signature, or maybe they were missing one of the other requirements. And in some cases, you had local clerks, Secure those ballots. Well, I I know I know Jane and she doesn't officially live at one, two, three Mulberry. She lives at one, two, three East Mulberry in the town of Proctor. And they would fill in that missing information. The 2020 election happens. There are all manners of investigations and lawsuits after it. In 2022, last year, the Wisconsin Supreme Court, when it had a conservative majority, ruled against many of those 2020 rules. They said, look, you can't use ballot drop boxes. There have to be uh, there have to be proper signatures on absentee ballots and local election officials can't just fix mistakes. If it's if it's an incomplete ballot, it's an incomplete ballot. Flash forward to just last month, this group of liberal progressives, ask the Wisconsin Supreme Court, they they sue the Wisconsin Elections Commission. They want the Supreme Court, which now has a liberal majority, to reconsider those rules. The Republicans, both here in Wisconsin and nationally, say they should be the defendants, not the Wisconsin Elections Commission, because they're arguing that Republicans would be the ones to lose in Wisconsin if the liberal groups prevail. They also point out, and this is sort of an interesting twist that the Wisconsin Elections Commission actually didn't want the rules to change. They 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 they, they argued that the 2022 Wisconsin Supreme Court, the conservative Supreme Court, erred in reading the state statute. So essentially, Republicans are pointing to the Elections Commission and saying, "Look." They don't want to stand up for these rules that limit ballot drop boxes that require you know, full ballots. Let us be the defendants in the case so that we can passionately argue this defense, because if you change these rules, it's going to one happen in the middle of an election season and b it is going to sap faith in Wisconsin's electoral process and that is something that i think anybody who's covered anything with elections over the past 2 years 3 years here in Wisconsin knows is at an all-time low so
0: essentially these issues then are really being relitigated because the the former Conservative majority Supreme Court has already ruled on many of these issues. So is this like among the first tests of this new liberal majority on the Supreme Court?
1: This is one of several new cases, several new tests of this liberal majority court. And we've written a little bit about this, particularly with redistricting. We just filed a, a new story here in the past hour or so uh, about the redistricting lawsuits request to overturn the 2022 elections based on a, a writ of quo, a writ of quo, Warranto, W-A-R-R-A-N-T-O. Can't get that word yeah, out of just, my mouth right now. Just
0: don't make me say that, please. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. It's it's sometimes the, the mouth doesn't want to move. And essentially would, would, would boot 17 senators out of office under the idea that the maps were unconstitutional. So these senators were illegally elected. It is a really interesting legal theory. But no, this liberal majority court, which, again, got its liberal majority just last week has been flooded with requests from progressive groups, from Democrats in the state, from Democrats across the country to change all manners of rules. And this is not the only election case, but this is one of several. And and these have been waiting and waiting and waiting again. We back in the spring had the most expensive Supreme Court race in American history. And this is why. Because there is so much at stake. Wisconsin is, of course, a a swing state in the presidential race. Wisconsin Democrats win at the statewide level, but can't really win at the legislative level. And so there are all manners of different motivations, different consequences, different lawsuits at play. But no, you're exactly right that this is why there was so much interest in in flipping the Wisconsin Supreme Court from conservative to liberal, at least in the eyes of Democrats. And this is one of the reasons why Republicans spent so much as they did to try and fight and keep the courts. Um, but, yeah, th- this is this is absolutely all happening right now because Wisconsin's Supreme Court this month went from a 4-3 conservative majority to a 4-3 liberal majority.
0: Thank you for your insight into this very important uh, ongoing story, Ben. But that is all the time we have. Listeners can keep up with the developments in this story and more at the center for Ben. Yao, I'm Dan McCaleb. Please subscribe and thank you for listening.